0: Welcome to the 20th episode of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. As always, I will be talking all things sports. And in this edition of the Head to Head Podcast, I will specifically be speaking on Joe Madden and the Chicago Cubs. Earlier last week, Theo Epstein and the Cubs announced that they will not talk about Joe Madden's contract extension. He has one year remaining on his contract, and that makes him a lame duck manager. That is something that's discussed in the movie Moneyball. Throughout that movie, a manager on a one-year contract basically means that that's going to be the story of the Chicago Cubs all year long. Whether or not Joe Madden is the face of the franchise and the manager of the future, or is this the last year that Joe Madden is going to be... manager of the Chicago Cubs. When Joe Madden got there in 2015, they won 99 games and went to the NLCS. In his second year, they won the World Series and broke a hundred years of losing. A hundred years of losing. What does that say? That in his fourth year managing, they won 90-something games, Went to the playoffs as a wild card team, and it's thought of as a failure. I think that says a lot about his time with the Cubs, but I think Theo Epstein is looking at it as, I built this team of young players, and these young players are not playing up to their expectations. Anthony Rizzo didn't have the best year last year. Chris Bryant dipped way, way down. Kyle Schwarber, the Chicago Cubs have no idea what Kyle Schwarber should be in their organization. Should he be one of their top-tier players? Or is he just another guy? I don't know what Kyle Schwarber is. He's a home run or nothing type of player. He doesn't get walks. He was a hero for them in that postseason when they he played hurt and they won the World Series. They don't have an identity as a team this year. A lot of things went wrong for them. They lost a closer. The starters with the best starter was John Lester. Kyle Hendricks seems lost. A bunch of these young players that he had, those first two years that were great, have seemed to have lost themselves in these last two years. And I don't know if that's Joe Madden's fault, but that is how baseball works. You get the credit when you win, and you get the blame when you lose. Think of these names that have underperformed the last two years with Madden. Kyle Hendricks is not the ace I thought he was going to be. Chris Bryant is no longer the MVP we all thought he was going to be. Anthony Rizzo is up and down. He seems to have slow starts to the season, and then he heats up. Kyle Schwarber is lost. Addison Russell has issues off the field, but on the field, he's not the same player he was the first two years. Jason Hayward is the only player, I think, that has improved the last couple of years with Joe Madden, and that says a lot about where the Cubs are as an organization. They have these strong, these young talents that should being more consistent, they're not. I don't know. There's rumors of Chris Bryant being traded. I don't know where I'm at with Chris Bryant. Listen, my comp for Chris Bryant is Dustin Bedroia. He Dustin Bedroia wins Rookie of the Year, then he wins an MVP. Chris Bryant wins Rookie of the Year, then he wins an MVP. Since then, Dustin Badroya has not done much. And I, my fear is that Chris Bryant is down that path of declining. You don't want your first two years of baseball to be your best two years of baseball. I think that's a scary path that the Cubs have to look at that might be happening with Chris Bryant. Listen, the Cubs play this positionless game. Is Chris Bryant a third baseman? Is he an fielder? I don't know what's going on with Chris Bryant. He seemed to have no power last year. He had 10 home runs for the Cubs in 62 RBIs. The last two years, his power has declined massively. Again, they have guys like Zobrist, who's at the decline of his career. He's not the same guy he had his best year batting average-wise, but they don't seem to have a lot of power in their lineup right now. I mean, that's the truth. That Kyle Schwarber has power, but he's not consistently on. Should Theo Epstein want to move on from Joe Madden? I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that the Cubs the past two years are not what I thought they were going to be. They had the best young core. Addison Ra- Javier Baez had his best season. He was the one guy last year who was a beast offensively and defensively. Javier Baez is a joy to watch to play the game. I like Alvin Amora Jr. He's a really good defensive outfielder. I like Jason Hayward, and I like Zobrist, and I like a bunch of their players. But they were too inconsistent because they needed Chris Bryant. They, the three guys, that the four the core four that the Cubs need to be good is Rizzo, Bryant, Schwarber and Russell and for me the only one of those guys that were good last year was Rizzo and he even at times had his downward spirals throughout the season. What is going on with these Cubs? There were at times last year where Anthony Rizzo was batting lineup. I mean batting first in the lineup. That is not good. He is a pure power hitter. The Cubs to me seem lost. Schwarber batting leadoff sometimes in the past two years, was a miserable idea. He was better this year than he was the year before, but he still doesn't have good batting average. He doesn't get on base. All he does is hit home runs or nothing. You need more from Schwarber. Addison Russell, I don't want to go down that path of his domestic violence, aggressions, or whether or not he's definitely... He seems lost in the Cubs. I don't really know where they're going with him in the future, but he should be a lot better than where he is right now. I don't want to go down his legal failings as a person, as a human being. I'm just looking at him as a player, and I think he should be better than where he is. That being said, I don't know if Joe Madden deserves the blame, but there's too many of these guys going on the downward spiral. Where I at least have to look at the fact that maybe the Cubs really should be moving on from Joe Madden because the first two years they're brilliant, the last two years they're good, but they're not the same type of guys. They're falling, and that blame has to go on the manager. It just does. It has to go on Joe Madden. So I think this year is a big year in proving of whether or not Joe Madden should get to keep his job. I actually agree with the move. Not to give Joe Madden the long term extension. Huge Theo Epstein fan. A huge, huge Theo Epstein fan from his time in Boston. I think he's the best sports executive I've ever seen. Theo Epstein has built, he built the Red Sox. He beat the 2004 curse. He's won with the Cubs, the two biggest franchises in the sport. He's the best baseball executive ever and the best sports executive ever. I 100% will agree with anything that he has to say on most occasions. I do find it interesting that most times his relationship with his managers falter at the end of their runs. I want to go back and look at how it ended with Terry Francona. I don't know if they were on good terms, but Terry Francona, the things were being leaked about Terry Francona. I'm not saying that Theo Epstein leaked them, but there seemed to be a little bit of animosity towards the end. I don't know about that. With the Cubs, he came in, he hired Joe Madden. To become the savior, I I I think that the executives make most of the moves about whether or not a manager is going to get moved. I think Theo Epstein is fed up with the Cubs the last two years, and I I frankly fed up. John Lester is also one of my favorite pitchers of all time. They should be better than what they are. They should have gone to the NLCS again this season. I mean, come on! How did they? The Brewers had a magical season. With Christian Yelich. And I can't. Blame the Cubs for that. They couldn't have predicted that Yelich. But the the guys that they had didn't perform. If Chris Bryant had performed. And Christian Yelich just did better. I could. I could live with that. If. If. If the Brewers and as, as a whole performed well and the Cubs performed well, I think the Cubs performed lower than they should have. Chris Bryant is the biggest mystery in the sport of baseball. He is somewhere between an MVP and an average player right now. And I think that's the hardest thing and the only thing you can change about what went wrong with the Cubs last year is not the roster. It's the manager. The manager is the only thing you can change about the Cubs and how you can fix the Cubs. It's the only thing that I can think of that you could change. There's not a lot of roster flexibility. Jason Hayward's contract is a massive, massive bump on the franchise. It's 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 the big elephant in the room that you have to keep paying Jason Hayward for the next five years to be a somewhat average player, but a great defensive player. Jason Hayward's defense is all-time great, but his offensive production is all time abysmal for what you're paying him. But I mean, it's the Carl Crawford deal. But Joe Madden, he, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it just gets old after a while. He was with the Rays for the nine years. He's now with the Cubs for the four years. I don't know. Maybe his acro's been with players. I I look at Chris Bryant like he should be like what Evan Longoria was for the Rays, and he's not that. And there's something weird about that. The last two years for Chris Bryant, he's had back-to-back years of 60 RBIs after winning an MVP. He was thought of as the next guy. He should be in the Mike Trout levels. He's not. He should be in the Mookie Betts levels. He's not. I don't understand why he's not, but the only only thing I can think of to blame is to blame Joe Madden. and is that fair? Probably not. I also have a theory that this is not just about how Theo and the Cubs don't want Joe Madden. I have a theory that the angels want Joe Madden at some point, I believe that's going to happen at some point. Joe Madden was a long time bench coach for Mike Socia Mike Socia is now gone. the angels have hired a new manager. I think Joe Madden at some point is going to go l a because there's the Mike trout possibilities there's the i think my i I predict Joe Madden at some point will be the l a Angels manager, I think that's a marriage that's going to happen, and if not, he's going to go to l a somewhere, maybe even the Dodgers. I think l a bound is Joe Madden. I don't think his time with Chicago is going to go more than the five years I think it's it's a marriage that's going to end. It was a perfect marriage. They were on the rise. They had all the young players coming. they brought in Joe Madden, the genius guy, he came and he won but but at some point it becomes about their development and it doesn't seem like he's helping that development process because a lot of the times with Schwarber it's like for instance with him it's like if he struggles he's out of the lineup I think somebody has to come in and have a lineup that's going to be their lineup there was too many times last year where Anthony Rizzo was banging leadoff Kyle Schwarber was banging leadoff get a real leadoff hitter get a real cleanup hitter have a set lineup I think that's another thing I have to say about Dave Roberts and what happened with the Dodgers when you don't have a set lineup Players need set line. I believe in the set lineup for the majority of the games. You can miss- mismatch sometimes. Joe Madden was mismatching all the time, lefties, righties, all this stuff. At some time, you have to let guys develop. These guys are too young to be sitting on the bench. They are too young to be sitting on the bench. This year, they finally played Javier Baez all the time, and he became an almost MVP candidate. That should show them that they should be playing these guys more and more. Kyle Schwarber should get a full year to be in the lineup, 162, see what he's got, and if he doesn't got it, you move on from him. This play him when he's hot, sit him when he's cold nonsense is not helping the Chicago Cubs whatsoever. It's not helping them at all. Another thing I want to talk about with the Cubs is their starting rotation. I think it should be the best NL starting rotation in the league. I think Kyle Hendricks needs to go back to being what he was in 2016. He was on his way to being like that Greg Max type. He doesn't have the great velocity, but he is one heck of a pitcher. They have John Lester. Quintana is somewhere in between a really good pitcher and an average pitcher. I'm not really sure where I'm at with Quintana, but I am sure where I'm at with Cole Hamels. I think a full year of Cole Hamels is going to be a very good thing for the Chicago Cubs. I also think... That they need more, again, from Hendricks. They need Lester to be great. They need that bottom rotation to... They're missing that John Laggy type that they had. They need a guy who can perform well in the postseason. Now they have two guys in Lester and Hamels, where if you get there, I have faith that those two guys can be very good in postseason. Lester was very good this postseason. The guy who's lost is Mark Hendricks. This guy should be their ace. He should be their number one ace. Maybe the real problem is he doesn't have that velocity, but in 15 and 16, he was really great. I think this this free agency, the, the Chicago Cubs should try to get a top-tier pitcher. I think Dallas Keigel in a Chicago Cubs uniform makes a lot of sense to me. That veteran guy, he's been there before, he's won a World Series, he makes a lot of sense to me. The Chicago Cubs should be interested in Dallas Keuchel. With Keuchel, Lester, and Hamels, those are three reliable guys. The Chicago Cubs, when they won the World Series, they had reliable guys. John Lester, Hendricks, Lackey. That rotation of Lester, Keuchel, Hendricks sounds really good to me. And then add Quintana. That is a top-tier rotation. And they also have to really fix their bullpen. They have to get a top-tier closer, and I, I'm not in love with this player right now, but I believe the Chicago Cubs should probably think about signing Craig Kimbrell. I know the Red Sox gave him the qualifying offer, so it would cost a draft pick. You can't go into next season with, with a, a closer who is going to get injured again because that's what their closer seems to do every single time. They need a top-tier guy. They had Chapman at one point. They won the World Series with Chapman. They need to go back to having a good enough bullpen. I like some of their bullpen arms. Some others I don't like. They need to get a closer and just make him the guy. There's Chapman. I mean, there's Kimbrell. There's other guys you could look after. They need to fix their bullpen. And they need to be the rotation that I think that they are. And they also have to score more runs they need Chris Bryant to be the Chris Bryant that I think he is they need Rizzo to be a monster all year long there are times where Rizzo's done just out of it and then there are times where he's great I know that's most baseball players but that Bryant Rizzo matchup is what made them that good in 2015 and 2016. That was their That was there. David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez. Those two were at one point the best duo in baseball. And now it seems like it's a one-man show. It needs to go back to being a dual, dual threat. Both of those guys in the lineup, mashing 30 home runs, 100 RBIs. That's the only way this is going to get fixed immediately. Or you're going to have to get mo- You're going to have to trade Brian. I think right now it's more, probably the best time to trade Chris Bryant. Because there's a lot of, is he an MVP, or is he that guy from last year? This is the best time to get value, but are you going to get major league value for him? That's what's interesting. Are teams just going to give you prospects? Because the Cubs are in a win-now win mode. Again, they might be in the market for a shortstop. They might be in the market for a third baseman. They might be in a market for a everything. Are they in the Bryce Harper, Manny Machado market? I mean, that'd be Interesting. For sure. I mean, I, I have my ups and downs with Bryce Harper as a baseball player. I have my ups and downs with Manny Machado as a baseball player. Those are two polarizing figures that if you sign them, you are going in a totally new direction. And does that direction include Joe Madden? Probably not. I mean, are the Cubs going to give Bryce Harper a 10-year deal? Are the Cubs going to give Manny Machado a 10-year deal? That might not be the best way to fix it, but it would fix it. If, if the Cubs go into the next season... With either of those two players, they would, in my mind, be a top five team in the NL for sure. They would be a playoff team again. Again, I don't think it's going to take a lot to beat the Brewers next year. The Brewers are. Uh, the Brewers, unless they get a top tier rotation guy, are, are not going to be in the mix for me next year. I mean, they wasted that bullpen way too much this year. That bullpen's going to be tired next year. The, but the Cubs, for me, have to get to the NL Championship Series next year to even think about re-signing Joe Madden. And I know that says a lot about where we're at with the Cubs. If 2013, if you were told Cubs fans we're going to have five straight years of going to the postseason and almost making the World Series and winning a World Series, they would take that. But now the 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 what happens with sports and why sports is great is that the um, the you, you're Your expectations grow higher as your team grows higher. The Cubs are in a win-now mode, where either you win or you're close to winning, and we'll accept that. Or, if you don't come close, you lose in the first round, I'm sorry, we're going to move on from you as a manager. That's the expectation, and that's the good thing about sports. That's why Terry Francona can win two World Series with the Red Sox and get fired. That is how sports works. It's not fair, not right, he probably doesn't deserve it, but that is... Is the name of the game is to win now with these young players and so far he's won one of the four years with them and a lot of teams thought that the Cubs were the next dynasty you hear that word a lot dynasties and they they're not one and they're not close to being one and they're probably not going to be one and that's to for some people that's not right <laughs> their talent level says that they should be in the run for World Series there was never a moment last year, where I really thought that the Cubs were go- were good enough to win a World Series. And I think that's the biggest problem of all, is that I didn't even think of them as a threat to beat the Red Sox of the Worlds if they went to the World Series, to beat the Dodgers even, to beat the Astros, to be any of those top-tier teams. I never thought the Cubs were good enough, and I don't know why that is, because their talent level didn't reach its expectations. And when you don't reach your expectations, things change for the franchise. I also have a thought on who I think sh- could possibly replace Joe Madden. I know they probably sign a young guy. I think Joe Girardi would be a perfect fit for the Chicago Cubs. He knows how to deal with the big markets. He seems to know how to manage a bullpen better than Joe Madden does. I actually think that Joe Girardi was really good at managing bullpens, which the Cubs seem to, you know, lack last year. He can, he, he would be real good with guys like Brandon Morrow and guys like that. And if they get an, an established closer, I think that would be a good fit. I also want to put Mike Socher's name into the mix. I don't know if Mike Socher's retired. I'm a bigger fan of Mike Socher than some other people's. I think he'd be an interesting choice. I think they need to go with a veteran guy, established guy, bringing guys who've won World Series, bring guys who can develop young players. Joe Givardi developed Aaron Judge, developed D.D. Gregorius, developed a lot of those guys who were performing with the Yankees, when they were young. Those Marlins teams too. He was there when they were young. I think he's better at developing young guys. I think Mike Sosher is a win now type of guy mode. Both of those guys to me would be decent fits for the Chicago Cubs and where they're going and where they're going is this is this should be their expectations for the next 10 years. That's how young they are. 10 years. They should make the playoffs. And having an expectations that they could win the World Series. If next year I look at them and at one moment I think they could win it, then that's a win for them because I never thought that this past year. This was the first year of the Joe Manhattan reign where you never thought they could win a World Series, and to me, that is their biggest failure. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head podcast. Again, I'm Cam McKinney, and there will be a weekly edition of the Head to Head, Head to Head Podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening.